Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with a zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute, and available reclining lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with MSW Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson in D.C. Today, my very, very special guest is the executive producer of The Stephanie Miller Show, Jody Hamilton. We love Jody. I'm so excited. But before we get into the show, the Start Me Up podcast is independent, listener-funded, and woman-run. Visit patreon.com slash startmeup to see the variety of tiers offered, including the option to get a bonus What's Up episode every Tuesday. It's kind of like my online journal where I get a little more personal and I talk about whatever's on my mind. There's also an ad-free tier with a much shorter intro. Just visit patreon.com slash startmeup. Now please enjoy my conversation with Jody Hamilton. Welcome to the last Start Me Up of 2023, Jody. <laughs> you had to think about the year. I know, it's like 2023. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me on again. I love being on your show. Oh, well, and it's been, I think, since April. And part yeah. of the reason is because now you're all so super important being an executive producer of the Stephanie Miller show and all that. <laughs> so con- congratulations. Yeah, officially. <laughs> it is. And uh, I just want to say a belated congratulations on air. Cause of course, you know, I told you off air, but h- how's it going? How I'm sure you're loving it, but you know, what's it like to do that? Well, um, okay. So my job is basically, you know, scouring news, mm-hmm. right. And getting her um, things that are topical, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's a daily show. Um, <laughs> and then getting her the stories, that's one part of my gig. We get between 12 and 20 stories, depending on the day. Mm-hmm. And then the other part of my gig is obviously booking guests. Mm-hmm. That's another part of it, um, which can be somewhat frustrating sometimes because yeah. you, you can't like if somebody hasn't gotten back to me yet right. i can't try to book somebody at the same time exactly. because i gotta wait for the no mm-hmm. so sometimes that's that's um not fun <laughs> i know i but know then, and then that. i also have to edit sound bites <laughs> right oh interesting okay but i bet and I've, like... I've literally woken up in the morning because i go to bed at you know five um because i'm up at 2 30 oh my god and so i literally have gone to bed with a complete show done 20 sound bites ready to go everybody's booked and ready and then something happened overnight Mm -hmm. and i have to throw away the show oh man that sucks 
Wow. I mean, and I, I don't know how you can handle going to bed at five. Oh my God, that would drive me nuts. <laughs> well, I've been an I've been an early riser for a have, long yeah. time. I mean, not two thirty in the morning, but right. even when I was going out at night, I'd still get up at seven. Wow. You know, <laughs> I was That's like, impressive. yeah, I'm up. Um, so the the hours are weird, it's, yeah. and they're only weird because, like I said, if something breaks overnight and I'm asleep while it's happening, mm-hmm. I wake up at you know, two o'clock or whatever in the morning and go, holy shit, I now have a completely different show to produce today. Fun. So, okay, let me just ask you, does that mean that you just don't do anything? Like you just don't go to dinner with people and stuff like that? I mean, COVID is- Um, Not during the week. No, God, no. (laughs) Right, right, right. Um, Fridays and Saturdays, I can go out, you know. Um, In fact, we, it was funny for a couple of weeks in November, or actually a couple of weeks ago, I get a uh, text from a friend of Lonnie's and mine, and he and his uh, husband, I'm not sure they're married, but they were like, hey, you guys want to come over to dinner tomorrow? And it was like Thursday. I'm like, well, we have dinner plans on Saturday. So sure, Friday. So we had dinner plans with two friends at their house on Friday, and then I had Angela Shelton of Frangela and her boyfriend on that that Saturday after. I'm like, I'm going to need three days to recover. Yeah, I would I would imagine. <laughs> I mean, if we go so out, hard. like when we went to Sexy Liberal um, in October, you know, that was a Friday, I think it was. Mm-hmm. No, it was a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I was exhausted until like Tuesday. Right. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, we were there hard. until the end and then we did right. the meet and greet and stuff. Wow. And, and yeah. uh, so, you know, we're seeing a lot of people and meeting some of her fans that I hadn't mm-hmm. met yet. And But it was just like, I can't because we didn't get home until midnight. Wow. God, that must be so tough. I just can't. I mean, I'm such a baby. When I worked for, okay, there was this period of time that I was an outside sales rep. And it was funny because I was always trying to find my home and I never found it. But mm-hmm. I, I found this uh, one job selling, I, I had, so, I sold industrial chemicals and I liked that. But long, long, long story. I, I, I stopped working for them and a headhunter found me. And so I worked for a janitorial supply And I did find out that what you sell does matter. I used to think it didn't matter, but oh my God, yes, it mattered. But one of the things that I was not told was that, that, you know, there could have been, I knew that this would happen, that they, one of their specialty products was like this, I don't know what you would call it, but it was something you put on a gym floor to keep it shiny. I know there's a, there's an official term for it and I should know it because I sold it, but (laughs) like a sealant or whatever. (laughs) Um, But they had like this special product. So that would be early, early days, right? So you'd go to a gymnasium in the summertime at like, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning and then you would redo the gym floor. So I was totally prepared for that. But I didn't know there was this one particular college and they wanted us to do this whole assessment, which meant that I had to be there at five o'clock in the morning on random days whenever this guy decided he needed somebody. So I, you know, I didn't, it's not like I regularly woke up to be somewhere. It was was so horrible. And I'd have to go to bed at like seven o'clock and I was so fucking miserable. I hated it (laughs) so much. And I don't know why I think there's just this part of me that likes to have a, like I can wake up early and everything, but I like my nights to myself. You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. There's just this thing about me and like, I'm very selfish with my nighttime and I don't want, I want it to myself and I want to enjoy myself and have fun and, I feel like if I have to go to bed too early, then I'm robbed of that. So I don't know. It's just it's just how my no, Lonnie actually is. Lonnie brought in a flyer that was dropped off at our house before I came 
back from work and he's like hey so they're doing this thing um in the in our neighborhood again this year for christmas maybe we should go it's from five to eight on saturday i went oh that's late (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh my and we're God. gonna go see Randy Rainbow next month. Oh um, my God! Uh, the day so after my birthday, because he's in town, and he asked my mom if she wanted to go, and she said she couldn't. So she oh, says, man. you know, she says, Randy, can would you? And so he's put me on the list. But that's that's a Saturday, and it's downtown. I'm like, okay, I can do Randy Rainbow for two hours. I can handle. It. I'll just, <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I'm so jealous. I want to go see Randy Rainbow. Um, oh, okay. you need to. Next time he's back anywhere near you, you've got to see him. I he's know. so good. I love him. I think everybody loves him. Um, I just want to quickly say I do intend to get to politics, So, but we're going to have other things to talk about before the politics, so just FYI, people. I do also want to mention that it is your sister. It would have been your sister's 60th birthday. Yeah, it's my brother's 66th birthday. Wow. Um, two moms, six years apart, so not twins. Okay. Um. Not even close. So happy birthday to my brother, John Hamilton. Um, yeah, Carrie would have been 60 today. Wow. And I told you when you came to visit that uh, my friend is a dancer, and he mm-hmm. was in a scene on Fame with Carrie. And Carrie was singing in that scene, and my friend was just, you know, dancing around her. <laughs> but it's just so funny, our little six degrees. of. I mean, here you've been to my house and in my bed. But then we yes, also have, have people out there who kind of – our degrees of separation and all that. But you know what? I had a Christmas miracle happen. What? Guess what my Christmas miracle is? Eve Plum, aka Jan Brady, followed me on threads. <laughs> you don't even know. That's so cool. <laughs> I am like over the fucking moon about this because she, you know, I saw her on threads and everything and I would like her stuff. And then I followed her and I, I literally thought, She's probably never going to follow me. And then the other day I saw it. And you know what I'm doing? I'm doing this exercise because I have a tendency to, let's say, swim in a shit pool. And when I say (laughs) swim in a shit pool, it's like, you know, if something bothers me, I I think about it too much. Or if if something worries me, I just, it's a scab. I keep picking, I keep picking. And I want to stop doing that. And so I'm, I'm all into, and we've talked about it before, intentional manifesting. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that I'm doing right now is it's this, it's a technique. Techniques don't manifest anything. It's what the techniques at techniques do to you that help you manifest. So I keep repeating, but I feel it as if it's true. I don't just say the words. I feel the words. Isn't it wonderful? All mm-hmm. day long. And sometimes I think about a certain thing, you know, maybe my podcast, and I'll think, isn't it wonderful that something about my podcast? Or I'll think, isn't it just so wonderful this thing is happening whatever it is and it's something that maybe I want to happen but hasn't happened and so I'm living like from that end and not thinking of the thing but thinking from experiencing it so it's funny because I just started it right and 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 I will say this for if if nothing else what it does it stops me from going to the shit pool and that's it, good yeah so it just it keeps me in a lighter mood all day and, and because i don't know why but i have this tendency to go to the dark side especially with politics and nice. you know it's like i'm seeing all this shit going on and i don't want to think i don't want to just start picking at that scab and going down the oh my god are we going to become fascist road which we will talk about in a little bit but so instead i just talk about how and then so i'll just say isn't it wonderful biden won and Democrats and voters save democracy. I just keep, but I feel it. 
And I have yeah. to say that, like I said, you know, even if nothing particular, Jan Brady followed me, so that was pretty fucking wonderful. But um, and maybe she would have followed me if I didn't say that. But still, it keeps me in a higher kind of like vibe. I feel just happier throughout the day. So FYI, everybody. <laughs> and I do no, talk. It, it, a lot of people do that um, in November, I think, where they do yeah. days of gratitude. Right. It's true. And and I, I think gratitude is so important. And I keep reminding myself of all the things that I have to be grateful for, because I think just in a general bigger picture, when you're doing that, when you're when you're focusing on positive things and things that make you feel good, I think you draw more of that energy into your life. And so I talk about all this crap on my um, what's up show just FYI I love talking about this because I don't preach it I'm kind of studying it and just talking about my experiences with it and what I think about it but I'm not like any kind of a coach so just FYI um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a coach uh, also what was I just going to say oh you know what I meant to say this at the top of the show I did say that it was going to be the last uh, show but I'm going to be doing Let's see. I'm going to be doing my WhatsApp show tomorrow for everybody uh, who is, you know, on that tier. And then I'll do one more because I'm going to be staying with my, my I'm so I'm worried because my mom's going to have knee replacement surgery. She's going to feel so much better once it's done. I know. But she's going to have so much hell to go through in the process. And I'm just like, oh, God, I just I'm so I, I worried. I know people that have had it done and they are just so grateful once it's done. Right. Yeah. And so they that, make you yeah. walk immediately. Trust me. I I. Tore cartilage in my knee, yeah. Um, when I was seventeen, and I also tore ligaments in the same in my ankle, so I wasn't allowed to walk mm -hmm. because my ankle was still screwed up. So I had to go to physical therapy for six weeks hmm. um, wow. because my knee needed to get worked. Yeah, you know. And so she should be able to walk immediately. Most people do. Yeah. Well, that's what like you, with, you know. They gave her this bike. So this guy like came to her house and he dropped off the stationary bike, and I guess. She has to ride it, I think, like eight times a day, and it sends mm. informa information back to them. And right. what's really cool and I'm grateful is my mother is so fucking type A, and she's such a perfectionist. In fact, when she was working sales, she was doing wine sales, and she had a cubicle, which she hated. But she kept it so clean that when she first started working there, people thought she quit. <laughs> but she's been you know, that's she, funny she's 76 so she's got um you know a few issues with her back and everything so she always works out and i mean she's not crazy workout but she does her working out exercises that are therapeutic for her plus she, she you know she gets exercise on her own so she's got some you know muscle that's already going which i'm sure right. will somehow i hope help but she's got it you know, she's already been doing it and she will, I know a lot of people don't do their exercises when it comes to recovery and speci specifically like knee operations. Mm -hmm. So she is like, I'm, she will be an A plus student. <laughs> I just, well, I know. yeah, I mean with, with my, with, it was funny because I wasn't allowed to walk. I literally lost, lost an inch in mass around my right thigh. Really? Wow. Uh-huh. Cause I wasn't allowed, I couldn't move it for yeah. six. I couldn't put any weight on my my leg for six weeks yeah. i was on crutches and i lived in an upstairs apartment with no elevator so that was fun, fun going to school and on crutches and trying oh to get to school god wow oh fun. my god oh my god yeah, that was college that was october of 84 yeah it was my wow. uh, freshman uh, semester in college crazy okay so i have to tell you something and i forgot to tell you this too but i'm also i haven't it's not a christmas miracle but i'm so excited because since you were last in my home 
I've lost mm-hmm. 17 pounds. <gasps> Excellent. <laughs> I'm just so happy you don't even fucking know. But my, you know, my sister uh, got married and that was, right. that was the trigger for me. And anybody who listens to my What's Up show heard me freaking out about that like for months. And so I just, you know, I figured it out. I won't, I won't talk about it too much, but I was having such a hard time losing weight. And I was like, okay, I got to figure this shit out. There is, it's coming off. And so I, you know, I went on YouTube and I looked up all these women who were over 50 and, right. and what they advised. And so the long and short of it is, A, I pretty much had to, in order to lose weight, had to live like a diabetic. And I just incorporated yeah. strength training, way more, like 30 grams of protein per meal, three meals a day. And then, um, what else? Strength training, pro- protein. Oh, and low carb. So the, that combo with a couple other little things here and there really made a difference. So I'm just, I'm so fucking happy. You don't even know. <laughs> like, oh no, my God. I know. I mean, I remember when I quit smoking 20, how old? What, what year is it? In t- 2001, I quit smoking. So uh-huh. it's been 22 years. Wow. And I gained weight, like most yeah. people when you quit smoking. Yeah. And I was like, well, this isn't acceptable. I can't fit in my clothes. <laughs> um, so that's when I started walking. Uh-huh. Oh, I started walking like two years after I quit. Uh-huh. And then the other thing I started to do was a food diary. Mm-hmm. And that's what worked for me. I mean, it took me a long time to lose the 20 pounds that I had yeah. gained. Yeah. Um, but the longer it takes you to lose it, mm-hmm. the more likely it's going to stay off. Right. Yep. And I've always noticed, like, you can put weight on really fast. It's going to take twice as long to take it off. Mm -hmm. If you put on two pounds in a week, it's going to take you uh, two weeks to lose those two pounds. Yeah. That's just how it works. Yes. And it's not fun, but that's the way it is. No, it's not fun. And and I remember Lonnie's mom, she's like, well, so how did you lose the weight? And I said, well, I just started walking and I started, you know, writing down what I eat with the calories and everything. Mm -hmm. I practically have it memorized now. Yeah. And um, so that's what I started doing. She goes, well, how long did it take you to lose the weight? I said, about a year and a half. She goes, oh, that's that's way too long. And I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> you slowly lose weight mm-hmm. that your body gets adjusted to the new weight. Yeah. Yes. And then also, not not only that, your mind gets adjusted. Because yes. if, if you're like in this mode of, I, you know, I mean, prior to doing this, I was not pigging out. I just wasn't eating the kinds of foods. And when you get older, your body reacts differently. And mm-hmm. it even, your weight is distributed, like, it's so weird how I can weigh more by a good 20 or 30 pounds than I did in let's like in my thirties yet I'm thinner and my size is smaller. I don't, I like the, like the physical size I wear. So it's so weird to me, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's so hard when you get older, but now that I found out this kind of see, and I really did have to make a hardcore effort. It was not just like, Oh, half-assed. No, I had to whole acid and then, and then some, but, um, <laughs> well, it's a lifestyle change. Yes. I mean, the fact yeah. that we use the word diet to mean exactly. you're restricting what you eat is your diet. Yes. Exactly. That's what you eat. Yeah. It's your diet. So you might have to change your diet long term, right? But you don't go on a diet. You are already dieting by eating. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. And so, yeah, if you have, I mean, I remember when I first started losing weight when I was 13 years old, I, you know, I, I, not only did I like work out and things like that, it's like this whole mental process of how you perceive food. And so yeah. even though I understood food for the most part prior to this, it was what I was used to eating. And then I had to get a new, I don't know, like I had to think about it differently because you get tied to what you're used to. 
And then you yeah. feel like you're missing out on things. And it's like, it's funny though, because when you get to a point where you're like, okay, I have to lose 30 pounds yesterday, then all of a sudden your preferences don't fucking matter anymore. You're like, I don't care how good it tastes. I don't care if it, and you know what I was doing? And I'm going to shut up after this, but I was taking, I've talked because I've talked about it before, but I was taking something called Ceylon and it's uh, Sri Lankan, Ceylon cinnamon. I think that's how you say it. And it's so crazy. The reason I started taking it, and it was one tablespoon a day divided into capsules, and then I would have, you know, break it up with meals. But it would, it's supposed to help. Well, your metabolism, right? A, your metabolism, but also when you have visceral fat, it helps to, which is called, I think, white fat. It's white or yeah. yellow. So Brown helps, fat's good. White right. fat, not so much. So white fat. Uh, when you take the cinnamon turns into brown fat, which then you mm -hmm. can lose. So the subcutaneous fat. So it does something, it's more than just uh, uh, metabolism. It does something to your fat. And it also acts in the same way, how does this, like as insulin medicine. I'm not saying don't replace your insulin medicine. <laughs> don't do that. But the cinnamon can act in, like act the same way that when you have diabetes, the way your insulin medication would work. So, or however it works, the insulin carries. But talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, don't, don't replace anything. But, no. but just, you know, I mean, because I think I was insulin resistant. And, um, oh. and so I, I was reading all about it. And that's how I found out about the cinnamon. And you can only do it for like six months at a time. And then you have to take a break. I'm taking my break now. But the thing about it, oh my God, it totally curbs your hunger like to the degree uh, almost too much like I didn't even want to eat and when it came time for dinner I had to choke down my dinner and it was so difficult for me to eat dinner but it's but but you know and everybody when I would tell people like oh I need that and I'm like trust me it's not as fun as you think because you have to well, eat. it's like with Sharon Osbourne and Ozempic have you heard that um I haven't but what's going on with her okay so apparently because she's wealthy enough that she was given ozempic for losing weight, weight. right yeah and she's she had her stomach you know she had stomach surgery years ago i think she had lap band surgery yeah mm -hmm. she had lap band surgery she, so she could you can undo that right. versus what uh carney wilson had yeah um but yeah apparently she went on the ozempic and then just kind of stopped eating she's like i'm now thinner than i want to be mm-hmm yeah because it makes you not want to eat, apparently, yeah. and and I'm like, okay, good thing um, I didn't find that out, you know, when I was bulimorexic, because um, that's <laughs> no. the kind of drug that, you mm -hmm. know, a lot of girls, mm -hmm. more so than boys, because girls are affected by anorexia and bulimia more than boys are, mm -hmm. but I do know a guy that has it, so yeah, there's I, that. Yeah, I know um, yeah, she said she's so gaunt. She's mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be this thin. So she's yeah. concerned because obviously they're going to test Ozempic as a weight loss drug yeah. for well, good reason because it's working. I think, though, um, but they, I think it's working too well. So hopefully they're going to figure out how to make it so that it's not so addictive. She said it was addictive. Interesting. Well, they they also, from what I understand, like your stomach can collapse. It collapses. It Ooh. can collapse your stomach. So I wouldn't want to take it and. Um, I feel like, and you know, with the cinnamon though, it's crazy because then of course you could just not take it. You know, I didn't, I right. didn't take it every day. Sometimes like on Saturdays, I'd always give myself a break. I didn't pick out or anything, but I'd have what I wanted and I wouldn't take them because I wanted to enjoy my food and I couldn't enjoy my food. It was so weird. So anyway, I'm glad that I lost the weight and I'm happy. And, um, it's, it's been five fucking years and I finally start to feel like myself again you know I'm not oh, I'd like to lose 10 more pounds or maybe seven seven pounds 
but um, I, I finally feel like me. And I wish that it didn't matter to me. I really do. But it does. So. <laughs> no, I understand. I mean, you know, you feel good in your body when you feel good about your body. Yeah. Exactly. And the way you look in clothes, and it's not that I was, um, you know, ridiculously overweight, but for me, I was just at a place where I wasn't used to being. And I didn't, I didn't like yeah. the way it felt because I had a lot of fat on my stomach and I, I hated how that felt in clothes. And yeah. I mean, even if I bought comfortable clothes, it was just, I could feel my stomach or like when I would lay down in bed and lay on my side, <laughs> my stomach <laughs> was like touching the bed. I'm like, no, that's not good. So, um, that's gone now. Yay. Okay. So maybe we should talk about, let's see, hold on. Let me look at my notes here. Okay. All right. I guess we have to talk about politics and it's making me feel stressed out just thinking about it. So the first thing, I don't know if you, you I know you didn't watch this last night because you were probably sleeping, but oh, um, Rachel Maddow and Liz Cheney, I got it this morning. Okay. No, I was going <laughs> to not, not them. Actually it was, I'm trying, I think it was Chris Hayes. Uh, or no, oh, no, yeah, Jen Psaki. It was Jen Psaki. So Jen was talking about, and she had Adam Schiff on. I know she had some other people on, but I think talking about the same thing, just the idea of Trump's threat. I mean, Liz Cheney was sounding the alarm bells too and saying, I don't know why people say, you know, if he gets another term, he's not going to get a term. He's going to get a lifetime appointment that he'll appoint himself. And I don't understand why people don't know this. And what I wanted to ask you is, how are you dealing with this threat that we're facing? I'm trying to chill, but like, I don't know. I'm scared. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm concerned, um, obviously, uh, and, you know, plans to move to Mexico if need be. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, hmm. I'm concerned that Liz Cheney might run third party. Hmm. And the only reason I'm concerned is if Donald becomes the Republican nominee, mm -hmm. she will take votes away from Biden. I know that sounds strange. And the reason I say yeah, this is because moderate, and I use that in quotes, right. Republicans are going to vote for Joe Biden if Donald yes. Trump is the nominee. Yes. End of statement. But if they have a Liz Cheney who seems normal right. and is not, they'll vote for her mm -hmm. and not Biden. That's and that's where my brain goes. It's like Joe uh, Kennedy. No, nah. I'm not worried about him. I'm not worried about Cornell West. I'm not worried about Marianne Williamson. I'm not worried about any of them. But a Liz Cheney could also get Democrats. Hmm. Yeah. I at know, this point, a lot of Democrats. So I really hope that her. if she's going to do that, don't do it now. Mm-hmm. Because that will guarantee a Trump <laughs> at like 42 percent, like how Bill Clinton took votes, you know, how Perot took votes away from Bush. Yeah. She would take votes away from Biden. I guarantee it because I know enough people that still identify as Republicans yeah. that voted for Biden that would never have voted for him had it been a John Kasich or a Liz Cheney or somebody like that. Right. I, well, let's hope she realizes that because I agree with you, and I don't, now now I have to think about that. <laughs> I'm hoping she does. I think, I mean, her ego is her ego, and yeah. anybody that runs for president has to have this gigantic ego. Right. You just have to. Yeah. Um. Or why would you think about it? Yeah. Exactly. Um. So I get that, and she's you know she's part of a legacy with her dad and everything. Yeah. And then Democrats love her because she's you know pro democracy. Not really. I know, I know she's not, and then she also perpetuates the bullshit lie that Democrats uh, abortion. are, yes, that are, that are killing babies once they're born. 
She yeah. has never so, corrected yeah. that. She has never apologized for it. And, nope. you know, and, and, and I just like to bring up fucking Steve Schmidt. You know, everybody was falling all over him. And I mean, I was falling all over him in that I, I did appreciate um, how he spoke in general. Right. We <laughs> all loved what he said. And I always with with anybody, you know, the Lincoln, uh, the Lincoln people, the Lincoln Project or, you know, whether it's Joe Walsh, who I have recently said, I can't deal with you anymore. I always thought, okay, I like what they're saying right now. And this was right. like, you know, 2017, 18, 19, whatever. Uh, but how is it going to be once this is no longer a threat? And so I hope people recognize that we all feel like, oh, Steve Schmidt betrayed us. Uh, he's just being Steve Schmidt. You know, he, he, didn't oh, he, needs, he needs to make a living and he's yeah. decided to be an asshole. Yeah. And so he doesn't give a shit about democracy. He only cares about getting yet another kitchen. And, you know, adding to his general generational wealth. And so now liberals and Democrats are like, oh, he's an asshole. So let's realize about Liz Cheney that while it's great that she's talking about, you know, saving democracy and all that, let's remember that she is not the person to vote for. Oh, my God. The, uh, but, you know, I know this little podcast is not going to be able to convince the entire nation, but it's just freaking me out. I, I can't yeah. deal with this. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> no, it's it's funny. We're going to have uh, Michael Steele on Stephanie's show on Friday. I think I have him on. And it's like, yeah, he's the other scorpion mm -hmm. that's on the back of the frog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, he'll sting you. Yes. He's more reasonable than Liz Cheney mm -hmm. at this point. But, you know, mark my words, you get a, you get a quote, reasonable, you get a John McCain-ish yes. Republican, yep. who nowadays would be considered liberal. Mm -hmm. um, that guy's gonna get elected mm -hmm. guaranteed it's the trump the trump ism is what a lot of people that are still republican because yeah. they're not paying attention they don't want him mm -hmm. at all they want a john Kasich. they want to lose cheney they want these people that are going to lower their taxes yeah. and stop more abortion right. for some strange reason <laughs> you know it's just i don't get it i never will get it i mean i i have a very good friend of mine from high school Who's like, well, I don't like regulations. I'm like, oh, so you don't want your water regulated? Well, no, I want that. What about air? Yeah, no, I want that. Okay. Mm -hmm. What about regulation? And it's like, what regulations don't you like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have to wear a seatbelt? I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, and that's, and that's a choice. And you'll get a ticket. Right. You know, exactly. and there's yeah. a reason for that. Because Ralph Nader, thank you for <laughs> some of the things he did well. Right. Um, he was like fighting for seatbelts in cars to be a standard. Yeah. Because before the seventies, seatbelts were a luxury item. Mm -hmm. Yes, they were. We did not wear them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, in and insurance companies were all for these because it saves them money if mm -hmm. you don't die in a car wreck. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my God, I, I don't. I mean the. The people in this country, I just, I, I, I don't know if I can have faith. I know I have faith in young people. I'm a little concerned. I totally do. Yeah, I'm concerned about women. And the reason I say that is because in the last election that we had, I think it was Kentucky. Wasn't it Kentucky where a whole bunch of people registered to vote after Roe v. Wade was overturned, but then only 30% of those people showed up? to actually mm. vote so hey it's better than nothing and we i mean it, we got that 30 percent to vote that maybe we wouldn't have had before but still uh i don't understand how it can be so important to you one day and then the next year you're like eh 
I don't care anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, that's you know, people have their lives, unfortunately, um, and don't marinate like we do. Yeah. In this, I mean, I, I joked with a friend of mine years ago when I was just I wasn't working with Stephanie yet. And he goes, you don't know anything about the Kardashians or Brangela? I'm like, okay, Brangela is Brad Pitt and Angela G- Angelina Jolie, right? And he goes, yeah, this is how long ago this was. This is important. I'm like, oh, no, I care about the Supreme Court. Yeah. Well, why? Because it affects your life. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but no. I'm like, yeah, more than Brangela. Yeah, more. <laughs> A lot more. Oh, both very nice people by the way i've met them both and they're very nice <laughs> and she is just stunning and so is I'm he so sure. it's just like two very pretty people anyway sure. um but it's like no i don't care about the i'm so happy i've never seen an episode of the kardashians yeah me neither and i never you know and 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 you know god bless paris hilton and her baby uh, <laughs> you know but it's like i don't it, this that stuff doesn't matter to me and it really never did that much even when i was younger yeah well i wish i was more political when i was younger because i I, you know i did focus not on the kardashians but just on other shit mostly you know if i liked some guy (laughs) well of course well i know i understand that but it's like because i remember in yeah it was a carter uh in 76 carter ford election Mm -hmm. and i was nine and uh, we actually, at my grade school, we had mock debates. Wow. Like somebody's playing Carter, somebody's playing uh, Ford. Mm-hmm. You know, and my family was pro-Carter. And so when he got elected that November, we were all really happy. Mm-hmm. And I was nine. <laughs> you know, my mom wow. got involved with trying to get the ERA passed to yes. around 75, 74, 75 with my sister Kathy, who said, hi, you can help. Um <laughs> So, I mean, you know, I've been around politics. Like, my sister Kathy's political. My sister Nancy is also political, super duper, Mm -hmm. both of them. And um, so there's that section of my family that's uber political, and then the rest, entertainment people. So it's all entertainment, just depending on how pretty you are, I guess. (laughs) My sisters are beautiful, by the way. (laughs) But, I mean, it's, you know, I've been around it for, I can't not remember paying attention. Yeah. My mom was paying attention, and I wasn't. I mean, she talked, especially throughout the Bush presidency. I, I understood what was going on because of her, but I wasn't. I couldn't have talked about it with too much authority, you know. But obviously, uh, I started voting though. At least I will give myself the credit for starting to vote in nineteen. Well, it was for Bill Clinton, and then that Same. was my that was my first, and then. Um, you know, I always, I became incredibly interested. I would say probably like when I became hyper interested, it was Sarah Palin who got me hyper interested. Yeah. And, and then, and then I really got into it in 2012. I mean that I was paying attention, but in 2012 is when I started blogging and everything. Okay. I want to change the subject because I have to ask about your mom. Isn't your mom going to be on a new show? Yes. It's called Palm Royale. Okay. It's going to premiere sometime in March. Okay last she heard she's seen it okay she saw all eight or nine episodes that they shot it's on apple tv uh-huh. and it takes place in the 70s in florida mm-hmm. and she's in a coma for a lot of it and she's <laughs> funny in a coma but regardless um she said that if Kristen wig doesn't win every award really wow there is no god 
So, and of course, for those of you who don't know, Jody's mom is Carol Burnett. So, um, but wow. It's my mom. It's mom, Allison Janney, Josh Lucas, Kristen Wiig, Laura Dern. I mean, it's wow. a hell of a cast. Oh, that's and Laura, Laura and Kristen were two of the producers as well. Are you going to be going to the rap parties? And th- did you go to any rap? Oh, parties? they already they they wrapped. God, did you God, go? They wrapped a long time ago. Did you ago. go? Did you go? They haven't been doing anything because of the strike. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. And so mom couldn't even talk about it. Mm-hmm. Nobody could talk about it. So now, and she did see all. She says literally, Kristen Wiig's performance in this series is Oscar worthy. Unfortunately, she can't win it unless right. they put it in the theater, but they couldn't because it's like nine episodes. <laughs> she said that that. If Kristen Wiig doesn't win Emmys and Cable Ace Awards or whatever the fuck, you know, there is no God. I'm so looking for. So what's it called again? Palm Royale? Palm Royale. It was going to be called something different. And oh, Ricky Martin, the singer. Uh He plays mom's partner. Okay. We'll put it that way. Um, (laughs) That's so cool. (laughs) But I mean, it's it's a hell. We went down one day for shooting. God, it was in 20. 21 or 22 i forget it was post-vaccine but pre-omicron so 21 maybe mm-hmm. um and it was one day and my mom's character was in a coma at the time and Kristen wig and josh lucas had to roll her over to find this thing and my mom is funny in a coma <laughs> i mean literally and my, my mom's <laughs> husband had a great idea because her character is in a coma but the way her character is, uh-huh. Brian said to the producer and the director, shouldn't her boyfriend, Ricky Martin, be doing her hair and makeup every day so she looks pretty? <laughs> so they did that. They had him coming in That's and good. touching up her makeup wow. and her hair. Because it's funny. Oh, my God. I'm so looking forward to this. I am I'm so looking, looking forward for, yeah. to it. Wow. <laughs> I can't so wait fun. to see it. I'm like, Mom, can you send it to me? She's like, oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't break the Hollywood rules. <laughs> I cannot do that. It would be, you know. And and my mom now is playing Wordle with Allison Janney. Oh my God, that's so fun. Uh, Julie, Julie, uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus, oh. and um, and um. Oh my God, she's so pretty. She was a monster. She won the Oscar. Oh, Charlize Theron. Theron. Yeah, Charlize Theron. Oh my God, she's so beautiful. How are you friends with all these people again? I know. You you have to go get them all in a room and just like videotape them for us. I know. (laughs) I'm like, can I be on that word? I'm not very good at it, but can I try? Um, Yeah, and I think it's also, God, there's somebody I'm forgetting. It's just like, really, Mom? Don't you know anybody adorable or talented or anything? funny (laughs) um you know nobody with any talent she's in i mean it's like ridiculous she's like yeah i do the wordles with them i'm like oh my god mom american royalty when it comes to you know entertainment we all love well i mean miss i met miss jenny once she's really tall she's tall like you yes i heard and you know what you know what's funny uh i think when i like first started dating bob or or you know early on I asked him, you know, what kind of celebrity women do you have crushes on? And Allison is one of them. Well, she's funny. And I just think that's like, that's not what you usually hear. And I was like, that is so fucking cool. Because Allison. No, and she's, well, you know, his obsession with uh, the West Wing. Yes, of course. Yes, I know his obsession very well. (laughs) But it's like, I, I just appreciate that his, 
taste in women isn't always so obvious. You know what I mean? Sometimes he'll mention someone. In fact, he thought I initially, who did he say that I looked? Oh, I know. What is her name? Um, the, the woman, okay. She was in Boys Don't Cry and she played the love interest. Oh, Alan, um, 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 uh, Chad Lowe's ex-wife. Um, I can't think of her name. Why can't I think of her? I see her face, but I can't think of her name. She was on 90210. She um, was? Uh, hold, please. Hold Your on. call is very important. I'm going to Google this. <laughs> I know. Because now I, I know her psycho. face. I can picture her. She was an American right, Everybody's psycho, screaming at us right now. Like, dudes, right. it's so-and-so. Chloe Sevigny. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. Sevigny. Sevigny. However you say her name. I don't think I look anything like her. But he thought I looked like her. So it's like, okay, whatever. But I guess he liked her. So. Well, Chloe Sevigny is an amazing actor. She is. But I just don't think I look like her. You know, like I don't think we resemble each other. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but you're a tall blonde, so there's that. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, know. okay. I want to go back to politics now. So, well, this isn't really politics, but it's kind of politics. It's just crazy. So what do you think is going to happen with X? Formerly known oh, it's going away. We're all going to buy it for like $10. <laughs> so you think, okay, all the advertisers are leaving. And then, you know, Elon had that crazed, unhinged interview last week where he was telling all the advertisers to fuck off. And he kept telling, you know, Earth will decide. I love how he kept referring it to as Earth as if the planet right. is going to decide as opposed to the people living on the planet. But, um, yeah, he's, he's fucking nuts. And I think it's going to crash, too. So do you think it's just? Do you think everybody's just going to leave? Is that how it's going to all work out? That we're all just well, as go soon as as soon else? as advertisers really go, well, there's no place. There's no, we're we're talking into a void. Hi, MySpace. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> hi, Friendster. <laughs> as soon as they realize we're talking into a void, I never joined Friendster. By the way, I was Neither like, did why I have friends? Why do I need to join that? <laughs> um, but literally, take a page out of those two yeah. social media networks. Interesting. Yeah. You know, uh, platforms, excuse me. Mm -hmm. They died because people left them for whatever reason, people left Friendster for MySpace and for whatever reason, people yeah. left MySpace for Facebook. Facebook has figured out how to keep people. Mm -hmm. I'll give them that. Yeah. The little fucker. Um, <laughs> but Elon is, I think he's actively trying to turn it into telegram or some shit. Yeah, I think, I mean, I ha I still have the theory. He got the money from the Saudis, and I just don't, mm -hmm. you know, obviously the dude is a chaos agent. He believes he's God. He has a God complex. He, well, not like the God, but a God, maybe. Um, right. He is, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say this, but Rachel Bittacoffer said she has a high-functioning autistic son and feels that he is autistic. Oh, yeah, I, he definitely has autism. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I mean, it, it appears that. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not making a diagnosis. I'm just throwing it out there for anybody. Who and I think Ron DeSantis is on the spectrum, too. Probably, I, I would I would assume. Um, but I but I think that, you know, I'm, I, I said this on the last show because I was talking with Jay Arnold, and I'm just a little concerned that, you know, I mean, like my threads is building pretty quickly, and the reason it's building quickly is because more and more people are coming over. And, yep. you know, oh, my God, if you have a – what it reminds me right now on threads, it reminds me of Facebook before they throttled it. And yeah. anybody who was a fucking blogger in 2013 knows that it was, I just like to call it the wild, wild west of social media because shit would just explode. It would explode and nothing was throttling it until 
you know, he started accepting rubles for spreading, you know, disinformation and Congress wants to talk to him. And then all of a sudden, you know what? Uh, No more political speech. So he's just throttling all this. You know, I think he's good. And he said specifically threads was not for politics. And all the political people are running over there and they're running over there because it's it's a site that they feel you know, is, is run by somebody who knows how to run sites. And I don't know, you know, that it's familiar or whatever. It's, it's connected to, it was really smart that it was connected to IG because so many people are already there. So it's just Mm -hmm. like one little natural step. But my concern about threads is that it's going to start throttling the political posts next year, because this is the Uh, year that probably because he knows where his bread is buttered. I mean, this kid is, what is he? He's not even 50 yet. Right. Mm -mm, mm Mm-mm. I don't even, maybe he's 40. Maybe, I don't even know how old he is, but yeah, he's- I know he's he's younger than we are. Yes, he um, is. But I don't even think he's 50 yet. And if he is, he just turned it. Right. Um, Because he was a boy genius and a boy stealer. Yes. I saw that movie. (laughs) Uh, uh, He he wants to make money. Yeah. I mean, even though he doesn't need it anymore, (laughs) because- why would you at that point exactly. um just invest yeah just walk away invest in things and then be happy <laughs> um but he's that kind of person he's that's only like okay 39. he wants to make more money wait he's 39 than... years old so he's he's not even 40 yet he's still not even 40 yeah Fuck. <laughs> motherfucker man i wish i knew how to write code um <laughs> Oh, boy, I'd be in a different house. I like my house. Anyway, um, no, I think he wants to make money and, and be kind of, you know, he's got a guard complex, too. Yes, he does. He's just slightly more sane. And right. I mean that slightly, he- emphasis on the slightly Slight, yeah. more sane than than Elon is. And I also yeah. think that Mark Zuckerberg also might be on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. I've seen him testify. He, there's, mm-hmm. he's quirky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it that. Um, he does have more sense so, than Elon. He definitely yes. has more sense. He's smarter than Elon. Yes. Just end of statement. He's way smarter than Elon yeah. Musk. Because guess who hasn't lost money after his exactly. platform has been around for almost 20 years yeah. now? Yeah. He does. Yeah. So, and Jack's not going to start anything new with whatever the fuck he started. Because everybody's like, fuck you, Jack. You sold it to Elon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, Jack. Well, I mean, I'm still, I'm still saying, you know, I hope, I hope that Spoutable, I, I don't expect it to replace Twitter. Um, I, I, I think Threads is kind of doing that right now to a degree, but I, I just like, you know, I, I again said this to Jay Arnold. I think it's going to be its own thing, but I think what's going to happen, it'll be interesting because if indeed Mark Zuckerberg throttles our political speech on Threads in 2024, the fucking last place to go for us it's going to be spoutable and by that oh, absolutely time, yeah by that time boozy is going to have uh, you know added way more features there's a whole bunch of features now i think right now you can cross post on other like Ma- i think mastodon and post and you know um i don't know what the other websites are involved but you can cross post there he and, and then on top of it that is the one site that's going to take care of disinformation it's going to take care of all those trolls so it'll just be interesting i know he's playing the long game and i know i've had conversations with him you know private conversations that of course I can't talk about but all I can say is he understands what's coming he under yeah. he, he was aware certain things were going to happen and he planned for them 
So he, he isn't going into this with this naive idea that, oh, I'm going to take over the world. He's just like slow and steady, slow and steady, slow and steady. And, you know, I that's think what wins the race, man. Does. That's Fox News, man. They yeah. lost money for how many years? Yeah. Right. On purpose. Yeah. Wow. So Rupert uh, Murdoch yeah. was like, fine, I'll lose money. As yeah. long as it's on the lower tier of cable, everybody has to get it. Yes. Whereas MSNBC, you have to pay extra for. Huh. I didn't know that. Yes. MSNBC is on a different tier. If you just get basic cable, mm-hmm. Fox is on there. Hmm. And that's losing money. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're losing money like crazy these days. But back in the day, before they started making money, he was like, I'm fine with losing money for the next five, six years. I'm fine. I just want it there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Smart. Yeah, and it is. And and so, I don't know. I think, so do you think X is going to die, like, n- early next year? What, how long do you think it's going to take? I'm thinking the spring. Yeah, Because he's bought sense. it, what, a year and a half ago now? Right, yeah. two, or is it two years now? No, I, I think forget. it was last October. It was October 2022. When you came to okay, visit. Okay, so it's been a year. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm thinking April, May. Right. He's yeah. going to have to sell, and he's going to sell it for like to Tom for $100 million, and Tom's going to be like, my space is back. You know, it's going to be <clears> – oh, Tom. Oh, he Tom. made money. He oh, was my... smart. Um, yes. No, it's just, it's just like, <laughs> dude, we're going to be able to buy it from Fox, like Fox bought MySpace <laughs> from Tom. And then what's his face from in uh, sync? Justin Timberlake bought right. MySpace from Fox for like a song, literally. <laughs> oh, and I, I, you know, I remember feeling so upset about Twitter and I still am, but I don't know. I guess we just have to roll with how it's going to go. And I, I wish it was either like it all went away or it just all got better because I don't know that social media is really helping us at this point, but it's not. We're in no, it. No, we're, we're too stupid to have it. Yeah, we're too stupid, and it's pretty sad, but oh well. Okay, now the last political question, I do want to ask you some stuff about the holidays, but I just, I want to gauge where you are with Mike Johnson. Do you, I think some people are under, underestimating his power, but I'm also wondering if all his, I mean, the, the shit that he's saying is unbelievable. There's a video of him today talking about, oh, yeah. uh, I think it was... The, blurring the, the faces of the January 6th participants. Oh, blurring the faces, that's right. Yesterday, was, maybe it was yesterday about, you know, the, the Bible and how we all have to be Christian or whatever he said. I don't listen to every single thing he said. But yeah, he was talking about blurring out, the, how did he say it? That Oh, we have to blur them so that they don't get arrested. Um, I have right. it. It's a soundbite that I just grabbed. Uh, that they don't get, um, you know, arrested, basically. Right. Yeah. So what faces are you blurring? Yours? Yeah. (laughs) Marge's? Lauren's? Whose faces are you fucking blurring, you asshole? Yeah. Uh, If they did something wrong, I want the FBI to be able to identify them. And mark my words, the FBI has all that footage anyway, but still. Yes. But he's just putting on a show. And Mm -hmm. so I'm just wondering, um, do you, how do you think this speakership is going to play out through next year into election you know for election day like do you how do you think he's going to affect 2024 well first off none of us has to worry as long as we all vote Mm -hmm. for a democratic house because Mm -hmm. they get seated before january 6th right they get seated on the third so if we vote for a democratic house he's not a worry at all okay just hakeem jeffries will be our speaker things will be done right done okay 
that's the first issue everybody needs to shut the fuck up about. <laughs> we need to just vote because they get seated three days earlier. Mm-hmm. Two, I think that the mainstream GOP doesn't like him because all these stories that are coming out seem to be undermining him. Hmm. And it could be uh, McCarthy doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, true. You know, and and it's very interesting because apparently he's fine with the new budget. It's like, okay, cool. Wasn't that why we fired McCarthy? Right. I mean, it's very interesting how he's working things. But again, he went down to Mar-a-Lago to kiss the ring, mm-hmm. as they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of GOP guys are leaving. They're not even seeking re-election. Yeah. So it opens up seats for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just... He scares the crap out of me because he looks so nice. I know. You know. Yeah, he like, looks like a little nerd. Yeah, he's like Glenn Youngkin, you know, Mr. Sweater Vest. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, but Glenn Youngkin got it, his ass he was did. He did. And that's good to know because that, that that's the stu- stuff that keeps me from going completely insane is that, you know, I, I keep wanting to remind myself, as scary as everything is, since Trump won – Every yeah. election that we've had has been favorable for the Democrats, even if the mm-hmm. Democrats haven't like had a blue wave. It's been favorable for the Democrats. Yeah. So and and that that's sticks. we um, Gen Z. Hi. Thank you, guys. I know. Um, so much. Thank you. Gen X. We're trying, but we're, you know, we're <laughs> know. disregarded all the time. They just forget about us. It's the boomers. Millennials or Gen Z, we are just <laughs> overlooked because that's how we were raised. We were. Um, you guys can fend for yourselves. We're good. Uh, <laughs> but literally, the Gen Z years are going to save us all because they have yes. the past several election cycles. And for people, it, now they're trying to suppress their vote. You know, student IDs, blah yes. blah blah. Right. They don't want kids voting. No. Because kids see what's happening and they understand. Hey, mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to have And they're an voting this time, yeah, unlike our are. generation yes. or even the millennials yeah. and certainly not the boomers. No. It's been this – these generation, the Gen Zers are voting at 18. Yeah. They're not voting at 25 like I did. Right. You know, they're voting now yeah. as soon as they can vote, and that's new, mm-hmm. and that's what's freaking the GOP out. Mm-hmm. Well, they should fucking know. I mean, they are so good at messaging. They understand Mm -hmm. American psychology very well. Okay, not of necessarily progressives and liberals, but they know how to get the people who are not even paying attention or what are he. They just they they use fear and all of it. And you would think you would think that they realize that all of the shit that they're saying that's so extreme is going to be turning off young people. But how can this be surprising to them? I guess it's because they're so fucking out of touch They're I guess yeah. they're just so used to being able to get away with this shit. And, and they, they just never came up with a plan to deal with the young people. I don't know. I don't know. But it just blows my mind how they can't see how this extreme talk is not good for them. They don't have policy. They just want tax breaks yeah. and, and power. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Couldn't care less about anything else. Yeah. They don't care if you can get an abortion or not. Are you fucking kidding me? 
No, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. I mean, go get one. You know, just be rich. You can yeah. afford it. Right. You know, you can leave the state or the country or whatever. Yeah. Because back in the, you know, before 73, it was leaving the country. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, New oh, York. God. New York had uh, New York passed abortion rights, and so hi, Ronald Reagan helped pass abortion rights in California yeah. as a governor. By the way, <laughs> I don't. Know, I met man. him once. Fucking, it's just uh Okay, so I don't want to talk about politics anymore because we're coming up to the close of the show, and I only want to talk about fun things, and and politics makes me crazy right now. I I've really, I think this year has been. As a social media manager for, you know, MSW Media, my attention during the day is, even though it's all on politics, it's kind of on what I'm doing, which is promoting podcasts and whatnot. So even though I am aware of what's going on, it's been easier for me to kind of, I don't know, like not avoid it, but not not stress about it in the same way. Right. And so, you know, I mean, it's like I've learned this year pretty much how to compartmentalize and a girl <laughs> ain't easy but i'm working on it so just to, to to switch over i want to know what are you guys doing for the holidays um well we are going to see my mom on the 26th mm-hmm. and there's a possibility that lonnie's mom and stepdad are going to come here mm-hmm. for christmas oh, that'll be fun. Uh, we spent thanksgiving at my brother john whose birthday is today um his house um I'm I'm more of a Thanksgiving person than a Christmas person, so if I don't have to go anywhere on Christmas, I'm super happy. Um, <laughs> Why are you a Thanksgiving person and not a Christmas? As not as much of a Christmas person. Um, Thanksgiving, there's no expectations. Mm-hmm. Just show up, be thankful. Right. And I, I I'm not going to get into Native American issues with Thanksgiving. I'm not going to go there. Yeah. Uh, it's just show up, have a nice time with your fa- family and friends, eat, and then go home. Right. Whereas Christmas, presents. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the other thing I, I literally said, I got this from Paula Poundstone. Your attendance is required. Yes. At a ping pong party on New Year's Eve Eve. So oh, on December awesome. 30th, my friend Paul's birthday, I'm going over to Paula Poundstone's for a ping pong party. It's very much alliteration. Paula Poundstone's ping pong party. <laughs> oh my god, that's um, so awesome. Is is Stephanie going to go? She will be out of town, mm. but her lovely lady Fanny Sipka will be there. Oh, cool. Um uh, cuz she's like, "Are you guys going?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm required. I have to go." <laughs> it's it's in the invite. <laughs> literally required to go so and that's rsvp'd on the phone this is how old school she is first off she mailed it with a stamp and everything Uh not kidding it was a mail mail i love her so much and so i called the number which is her assistant's phone Uh and and i said hi i'm required to rsvp so i'm (laughs) totally coming um Okay, wait a minute. So now, how long have you known Paula? Not long. That's what's weird. Huh. Okay, so she talked on her – I listened to her podcast, right? Uh-huh. Nobody listens to Paula Poundstone, which is amazing. If you don't listen to it, <laughs> do. Secondly, so I was listening to her show, and she was talking about how she only had, like, 10 cats anymore. <laughs> only. So at one point, she had 18. Oh, wow. And she has two dogs, 
And so she's like, I'm looking for kittens. And our neighbor, uh, you know, tenth of a mile away, he, he and his husband, they had this uh, feral cat who had kittens. And so she's like, oh, my God. And then she goes, oh, Lily Tomlin wants a calico. I said, I think they have one. It was a whole, like, weird um, emailing comics, weirdly, <laughs> about these cats. Ms. Tomlin did not take – she and, and, and uh, uh, Jane, her partner, did not take the calico. Aww. But Paula took two of the cats. Really? Wow, that's cool. She came over here once, and then we walked over there, and then she came over there several times. And she calls them the vandals. Um, <laughs> and no, she she was, that's how we kind of, like, I saw her following me on Twitter. I'm like, why is Paula Poundstone following me? Because <laughs> you're cool. <laughs> no, but she's like super famous. I'm like, why is she following me? Like when I found out like certain other people, I'm like, who, why are you following me? You're super famous. <laughs> I'm not. Why are you following me? Um, but yeah, when she, I found out, well, like when I found out Mary Trump was, Trump was yeah. following me. I'm like, why is Mary following me? I know. Me? She followed me and I almost shit my pants. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh my God. Mary's amazing. Um, and it was like, wait, Mary Trump is following me? And I'm not following her. Yeah. That's weird. I know that she, she just went around and followed people. I mean, I think it, cause I remember, you know, Bob had said that she, she followed him and then I know I looked and she thought, I was like, Oh my God, she follows me too. So I think she was just, you know, one day going around going, okay, who are all the liberal No, but people? she actually said she listened to my podcast. Wow. Oh my God. That's so cool. She's like, no honey, I've been listening to from the bunker. I'm like, what? <laughs> you listen to my little show <laughs> and then when ricky died when rick Beatty passed away she was so sweet she sent me the sweetest condolence Aww. i mean she was like i'm so sorry about rick and it's like Aww. so am i but he would love that you knew, knew. who he was right wow. you know <laughs> it's like she's a dear i love mary i know <laughs> well i think we all love mary i mean she's so amazing and the fact that she is doing what she's doing, I think everybody just appreciates her so much. But everybody loves you, and of course that's – because you're so cool. I mean, I know that all the people who listen to my show are going to be like, oh, my God, Jody. <laughs> everybody loves when Jody's on, and they always bug me, and they're like, more Jody, please. And so Aww, I – you know, I mean, That's sweet. Normally, I, I will send them all the checks. <laughs> well, and normally now – I only do my shows on Thursday, although I can make uh, – I can always make an exception for you, but since you have this new gig, it's harder to get you on because you are on Bob Seska's show on Thursdays. Yes, and I so, am. So, um, you know, down the line, we'll just, you know, I'll do a show on like a Tuesday or Wednesday. That way you can make it and, you know, but I'm just grateful that you were the person to end this 2023 year with me because as much as, like I said, you know, I'm stressing out and everything and I'm trying to keep as happy as I can. So I thought, well, who can I pick that's a happy guest? <laughs> it's like, of course, it's Aww. Jody, And I haven't had you on since April. So, I yay, know. yay. And then just, you know, I asked you what you were doing for Christmas. And you already, I don't even know what I'm doing for Christmas. I think if my mother feels better, um, the, the plan, actually, Sherry Jacobus is going to come to her house. <gasps> um, wow. And it's just going to be Bob and me and her on Christmas Eve. And then I think the, the, our plan is that on the 23rd, we're going to go to his brother's house and then uh, my mother's house on the 24th and then my father's house on Christmas Day. And then it'll all be over. And But I don't know because I don't know how long it's going to take her knee 
to heal and I don't know how long I can, you know, will I be able to leave her for a certain amount of hours that I'm just going to have to determine that as the, you know, days progress. So I don't know what I'm doing for the holiday. We'll find out. I'm going to be taking care of my mom or not. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'll be doing. (laughs) I will be taking care of her up until at least. So, um, you know, there is that, but I'm just, I'm, I'm, Always grateful when you're on the show. I'm grateful Aww. for your friendship. I just, everybody loves you, Jody. You're such a good person and you need to know that. And that's why the famous people follow you because you're such a good person. <laughs> and everyone loves well, you. Well, I just want Eve Plum to follow me now. Who? Oh, Eve I know. Dear Jan Brady. Oh my God. And it's fucking Jan. I'm so, you know, obviously everybody's joking that it's not Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And it's like, but, but Jan is so fucking special. You know, she was no, the Marcia middle child. No, Marsha follows me on, on Twitter. Really? Oh, my God. She doesn't follow me. Maureen McCormick is so cute. She totally she is. is like, Jody, I love you, and I love Aww. your mom, and I love that you love Florence. <laughs> I mean, she's like the sweetest. Actually, and my ex-boyfriend met her. I think that's... Oh, wait. I have a quick story before I let you go, because I just couldn't believe this fucking happened now that I say ex-boyfriend. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay, so the other day I was in the grocery store, and <clears throat> there was this man and a woman, and it... It appeared they were a couple, right? So they're shopping, and I see them, and he's very tall. So I don't, you know, I just see them. And then I'm walking around doing my shopping, and then he was alone, and he was, you know, getting bread or something, and I almost hit him with my shopping cart. So, you know, I I, I said, you know, oh, excuse me. But then I said, I'm like, you're tall. And, I mean, for me to say that, because fucking everyone says that to me, so, you know, it's really got to be a tall person for me to say you're tall. So I'm like, damn, you're tall or something like that. So, so then he goes, I'm 6'6", six, six, as if 6'6 six, six isn't that tall. 6'6 <laughs> six, six is tall. Yeah, it's really tall. So then I, I said something like, oh, yeah, my, my ex-boyfriend was 6'6 six, six, or something like that. So anyway, that was it. That was our little, you know, back and forth. And then I'm in line. And again, he's alone now. His significant other is around the store shopping somewhere. So he slides up next to me. He's like, hey, you, you maybe want to talk sometime? <laughs> and, I just, and I was just like, what? And, and so I, you know, I, I just, I was very friendly. And I, you know, I said, thank you. No, I'm in a relationship, which I shouldn't have to explain, but that's the best way to get, but that's the best way to get rid of them. I have found that I don't care that I shouldn't have to explain, but when you tell them they have a boyfriend, they fucking leave you alone. So, um, so I just, I always say that. And, but, you know, and then I'm like, I'm leaving and I see the two of them and it was like, I'm not going to go up to her and ruin her Christmas, but I just thought, what an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, anyway. No, I, you know, he is a dick. And Bob's like, you should have gone up to her and told him, I'm like, I know, but it would have ruined her holiday or, or it would have just really pissed her off because she knows he's a dog and it would have been another, you know, another woman fucking telling on him. <laughs> so I don't know, but it's like. Don't do that, men. Please don't do that. Especially if you're with a woman. Because I, you know how many fucking times that's happened? You know who did that to me? Bill Pullman. I was sitting at the... Uh, I, this was only supposed to be a short story. I got to shut up after this. But I was sitting at the Derby, right? And I was talking... I was at the Derby at the bar, which is a bar which no longer exists in L.A. And- I remember the <laughs> bar with Dax and everybody that worked there. <laughs> yes. And so um, I was talking to some English guy. And we were, where we were seated, it was kind of looking across, and there was Bill Pullman, and he was standing on the other side of the room, and Bill was with, I believe it was his wife. I mean, I I don't know. I know, I looked him up, and he was married at the time. So I don't know, I guess it was his wife, 
And he was just staring at me to the point where the English guy was like, dude, that he didn't know he was Bill Pullman, but he's like, that man is totally staring at you. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I've, I've noticed. So then Bill like makes his way to where he's standing right next to, well, he's in back of me because I'm facing the bar. And then he put his back against my back. While I was talking to another man, he put his entire back up, up against mine and was just rubbing all around. <laughs> and the crazy thing was I never even acknowledged him I just because the guy the the British guy that I was talking to was looking at me going what the fuck is going on <laughs> and I'm like I don't know and so we just pretended it didn't happen and then and then he left isn't that wow. weird? isn't that like the weirdest fucking Bill Pullman story which I love Bill Pullman by the way like I, I love him he drank tab in, in the zero movie <laughs> Zero sex. <laughs> he drank tab. Oh, poor Jody. No more tab. All full of tab. That's it. <laughs> For all of you that don't know, Jody, he was a big tab fan. <laughs> Dude, I mean, seriously, when Ben Stiller opens up the fridge, because he was his assistant in the film, it's just full of tab. Oh, my God. That's, that's it. so fucking funny. I wonder if that was because it was his preference in real life or if, if it was just like a movie joke. Who knows? I, I don't know. I, I just find it hilarious because Bob Bothwaite and Frank uh, Beard from ZZ Top yes. also drank tab like oh I. God, that's hilarious. Did. In fact, when I would see when I would go see ZZ Top because my sister lived with Frank and his wife when she got sober the first time. Uh-huh. Um, Carrie. Um, t- uh, Frank always had tab. I'm like, oh, I <laughs> and so I would go like see them play and like Frank wears a stash and he would just point it. It's over there. <laughs> well, what do you drink now that there's no more tab available? Coke Zero. It's not the same, is it? It's similar. Okay. It's not as bad as Coke Diet Coke. Ugh, that's just nasty. <laughs> um it's just too sweet. Yeah. What about Diet Pepsi? It literally Pepsi? is too sweet. Do you like Diet Pepsi? I preferred it over Diet Coke. Me too. And I prefer Coke Zero over Hmm. Uh, Diet Pepsi, and I we had friends when I was my my parents had friends the the Luptons, and they were Coca Cola bottlers. Hmm. Okay, so made their fortune doing that amongst many other things. And I'm like, if Coke ever con- discontinues tap, I mean you don't mind Diet Pepsi. And Mr. and Mrs. Lupton were like, don't you dare! <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Oh, well, well, at least you found something that pretty much does the job. So I've been. It uh, does. It's better than Diet Coke. Diet Coke's way sweet. Yeah, it is. I don't like Diet it's, Coke. It's super sweet. Yeah, if I was going to drink any diet drink that would be cola, it would be Pepsi. I'm not a bit. I can't really drink soda, though, because if I drink it, I get crazy night sweats. So I just don't drink that. Oh, then don't do that. No. Yeah, menopause sucks. Yeah, menopause really sucks. Um, all right, well. On that note, let's just say <laughs> let's just say happy holidays. Um, menopause sucks, and happy holidays, people. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, like I always ask all of my guests, and this will be the last I ask this year, or yeah, how do we find you? Well, at the the Twitter, which I will call it its dead name until it dies. <laughs> um, at from the bunker junior and on the threads same, but I'm Jody Hamilton there, so it's still at from the bunker junior because of Ricky. Um, and that's about it. Wait, wait no, and StephanieMiller.com. You can find me there. But you're also and please, please email me that I suck. Yeah, oh, that's Do always that. fun. But you're also Joe Ham on. I, is it Ham yes. or Hams? Oh, I was Hammy of uh, God. 
Uh, I didn't do the Facebook for the publics. No, Spoutable. Oh, Spoutable and Joe Ham. Joe Ham. Okay, there you go. And that's, is that one M or two M's? I can't remember. Mm. I believe it's one, and okay. that was Robert from Florida. Joe Ham's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then I have all of your, uh, I think almost all of your, your linked, your, your linked in the Patreon description of this show. So if anybody wants to find you, just go to this show, click on the links, and there's Jody. And then, of course, I am author Kimberly, or I am Kimberly with an L-E-Y and Johnson on threads. So that's where you can find me. I hate going through the list. So, oh, my God, Jody, I love you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry happy Christmas. Kwanzaa, happy holidays. Happy, happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa, all of those. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever yeah. y'all celebrate. Yes. Happy everything. Happy New Year. And let's let's uh, turn it into a blue wave, please. Let's save democracy. Yes, please. <laughs> all right, Jody, you take care. All right, honey, you too. Bye-bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.